This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday, even on the 4th of July podcast brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. Happy 4th of July! Feel the freedom. Taste the freedom. Americans love freedom. And, and England, suck it, baby. This is the day that we finished kicking your butt. Boom, with the help of the French. And the natives. We, uh, and the native people and uh, probably a lot of other people too. It's the only country where you have the freedom to grow these kinds of mustaches. Yep, you can't grow yeah. a mustache like this in England. The, queen, illegal. the queen will slap it off your face. Yeah. But we've invaded the royal family. Yes, we, we have. We have infiltrated the royal family. We're bringing America. freedom. Just hang tight, England. <laughs> You're going to have freedom soon. We got oh, our yellow. top agent. Yellow is in the, uh, the green family. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a see God, we do this on. every... What's well, yellow? It's not green. Jeez. We have a green oh, screen. It's on the same. Yeah, it's the same. same. Well, you know, God. I've got the freedom to learn to the color wheel color now. Theory. Amateur. Yeah, yeah. amateur hour. But more importantly to our British friends, hang tight. Freedom inbound. We infiltrated with a hot babe. Got it. Next thing you know, you're going to be uh, eating hot dogs and hamburgers, shooting off fireworks, growing mullets out. I think they already do all that. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Truck balls yeah. inbound. Boom. They don't have trucks there, though. No. Truck yeah, balls are illegal. In you States can't really too. have a truck in, in the UK. <laughs> it wouldn't be practical because it rains too much. No, you it's not even it, because of the rain. It's because the streets are so freaking small. Well, I mean, you could have a narrow truck, like a pickup truck, like a, a Datsun or something like that, but they have vans because it rains all the dang time. Yeah. So you could just put van balls on. Van balls. There we go. Van balls. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> right? I love it. Van, van shafts. On <laughs> the front? Yeah. Like in uh, uh, idioc- poke, like poke Idiocracy. Oh god! It's all in the front. Oh, no. That movie is becoming true. That is so scary. Uh, like we, I think we are coming pretty close to the days of. I don't think so. Of what was it? Uh, Brondo. Brondo, and then it's what plant? It's what plants kicked in the balls or whatever that show is. Yeah. yeah, ouch my balls. Ouch my balls. This is a great question to start off with. Uh, okay, we'll jump in and answer a question for the Fourth of July. No, I'm not answering that question. <laughs> what are you doing? That's a good question. That's a, yeah. People want to know. It's, it's, I almost centipede. started reading that. I almost yeah. started reading no, that. No, no, no. no he's just joking around. If you're in the chat, enjoy. It's an off-color joke, but uh, we're not reading that one live. Yeah. So at any rate... 2018, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, 2018, when propriety goes out the window, Boom. along with our facial hair, except our mustaches. Never. Um, Okay, maybe we should uh, ban him. <laughs> He's starting to go into the realm of not funny anymore. That's, uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, let's uh, jump in and start talking about today's uh, conversation. So the topic of the day, we're getting ready for Age of Sigmar 2. Most of you have gotten the book yet, had a chance, have gotten the book now. I've had a chance to read it, check it out, see what you like, what you don't like. There's a lot to talk about. There's some really controversial stuff in here. For the most part, it looks awesome. Uh, but we wanted to talk about what we're doing to get ready for the new edition because everyone in the office is a buzz. Everyone's really excited to get ready to play. We have new people mm-hmm. jumping on board that are um, buying armies. So there's a, generally there's a lot of really positive buzz. Uh, but then there's a couple of uh, really controversial points. There always is with an edition change that uh, people in the community are talking about how to handle it. And we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that. But first, let's uh, talk about some community news. So happy 4th of July. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's America's Independence Day. And uh, to celebrate our freedom, we tend to drink a lot of beer, barbecue. And blow shit up. Blow shit up. Including hands. Yes, unfortunately. Boom. Quite a few people tonight are going to lose a couple lose, fingers. Lose fingers. Yeah. Yep. That sucks. But America. Freedom. You can do what you want. It's the freedom to blow your hand up. Right. Just make sure which hand that's important. You know. Depends. Yeah. Do not a switch hitter. Yeah, it can change. It can change your life in more ways than you even realize. So freedom, yay, America! Uh, moving on to cool stuff to buy. Yeah, 
We just released a new ITC terrain set, Interstellar City. Uh, it's a really, really cool set of terrain, and uh, we think you're going to enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, very distinct. I think this is the most unique looking set of terrain that we've released so far, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the alien race that would live there would enjoy freedom as well. Mm -hmm. um, so. Maybe it could be anybody could live there, dude. You could be aliens or peoples. Mm, I don't know. That's Everybody would have a job. For people. Yes. Everybody would have a job. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. I mean, you'd yeah. have to. Like, there's yeah. no, it's all like tech, high tech stuff. Boom. <laughs> high tech future stuff. I don't know. That was the best I could come up with. So, check it out uh, if it's something that you think you'd be interested in. It's very uh, reasonably mm -hmm. priced, it's easy to assemble, quite durable. It's relatively easy to paint as well. And uh, going with the Interstellar City mat, it creates a really nice themed set of tournament-ready terrain. Uh, we hope you enjoy it and maybe purchase it for yeah. your tables. Uh, new releases from Games Workshop. We had a bunch of new releases this week, uh, The uh, all centered around the new Stormcast Eternal Battle Tome and the Night Haunts Battle Tome with uh, corresponding um, accoutrement, such as the dice, theme dice, uh, cards, all kinds of fun stuff, and including some new model kits for both Stormcasts and Night Haunts. So jump on into the web cart at store.frontlinegaming.org if you want to check those out. Pick them up at a discount with free shipping orders, $99 and up within the continental United States. Pretty cool. We've been digging into it. Frankie's a Stormcast Eternal player. Um, Scott, our, the head TO of all of our Age of Sigmar events, he plays Night Haunts. And um, one of the, the painter's uh, girlfriends that works here is uh, going to start playing Night Haunts too. So really cool army. They have a very unique feel. And the Stormcast got uh, wizards. So Wizards. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. Pretty Cast cool. spells and stuff. Artillery. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll, and we'll talk about it more. When Some we bolters. Get into yeah, the, heavy the quad, quad heavy bolter. Quad heavy bolter. The quad heavy yeah. bolt caster. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll start digging into kind of like the nuts and bolts of it when we get to our main topic. But... Um, Stormcast especially are going to be kicking people's asses. They are really strong. Uh, they got some really, really powerful abilities. So we'll dig into that in a little bit. But uh, please be sure to join us on Friday. This coming Friday, the 7th? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, July 7th at six. noon. Six. Six, six, pardon me. Pacific Standard Time. And we're going to be having another live auction. These are a lot of fun. You can pick up really, really cool models at a very good price. Mm -hmm. Check out the pictures. We've got uh, two, not one, but two fully painted and well-painted Tau Yavaras. Um, for those of you who don't know, that's the uh, Flying Forge World Flamer suit. Really strong. They're one of the better units available to Tau. We have a knight uh, fully assembled. He's missing one of his leg armor bits. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's right. the only, only downside, but he's fully assembled or nearly fully assembled and unpainted. Uh, we have a uh, great unclean one. All the bits are there. They're just not glued on, and they didn't include them in the picture for some reason, but he does have his antlers and all that stuff. And um, we also have a converted... Um, Scarbrand. Scarbrand. Mm -hmm. uh, so he, he looks really cool. And he's primed red. So for those... Red. There you go. That's what... That's all you need. You don't need to go any further than that. Yeah. No, he's done. He's ready to play. He's Throw almost on ready for you know. tournament ready. Not quite, but... It looks pretty cool. Instead of two axes, he has an axe and a whip. So it looks really He neat. has a sword and a whip. <gasps> That's a whip, bro, and an axe. Is that? Looks yeah. like a sword to it's me. Frankie, what does it look like? What? It's a whip. That's a whip. That's a whip? Whip it. It's a sword. How are you supposed to be the administrator of the pain studio Jesus if you can't tell a whip Christ. from a sword? Um, bad. God, Whoever took the photo did Jason. a terrible job. Yeah, well, let's blame Mariana for that one. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Move on. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so, of <laughs> Sigmar 2nd Edition is here, and the internet is abuzz. Uh, there's been a lot of, obviously, whenever there's an edition change, it's always a, a big to-do. Um, not only do we get a new game with a lot of new rules, a lot of fine-tuning of rules, we've got a big FAQ that changed the way a lot of things worked, and we got a lot of points adjustments. For example, Zinch, who, for those of you who are familiar with Age of Sigmar, are, you know, uh, gnashing your teeth. Those of you who are unfamiliar, they are the Eldar of Age of Sigmar. They're the Chaos Demons of uh, 7th edition fantasy. Yeah. yeah. And not quite that. Not They're not that bad. But Zinch was like by a mile winning the most events, right? Like they were the dominant army at the end of the edition. They had just had too much good stuff. Um, they almost every single thing they have went up in points. Or had a points adjustment. Boom. Um, like 
90% of their units had a points mm. adjustment. And, adjusted. Yeah. And adjusted. It's, it's interesting too, because like one of the things, like people are like, oh my gosh, Zeech, they're only battle line units, 200 points, like the, the pink horrors. Mm-hmm. But that's because now they split and you get them for free. Yeah, you can't like stop it from happening. Like yeah. you just keep multiplying your units. So, <laughs> so, so it's like, it. so yeah, it's don't expensive, worry. but you get a lot of guys. You get a lot. Plus, you have to go buy blue horrors and uh, brimstones now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a win win. Win. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yes, it's you like crazy to, expensive. It's like, a two and, it's like twice as expensive or more than anyone else's troops. You have to spend like 600 points on just your troops. And 600 bucks. So it's, and it's really expensive. $600. And $600. I don't think it's actually that much. But <laughs> you need three boxes of pinks. How many do you know? <laughs> I don't know. If you have you 10 pink horrors, then you need... Well, then, the, but the, the brims and the blues come in the same box. Yeah, they? but you need they six do. boxes of them in there. I think they're $35. So it, it's expensive. Bucks. Whatever. Yeah, hey, you know get what? It, hey, you know what? There's a place I know. You, can get you, you could always play the Blood Knight Army where the box is $100 for five True. Nights. It is pretty fun. I remember it's when that unit came out, everybody was like, <coughs> what? But they're really yeah. good. Yeah. And I don't know. I've only ever seen. They're, they're actually not very good. <laughs> no, the Blood Knights are good. No, not really. No, they are. They hit on like threes. They're, yeah. Every they guy's a like, vampire, bro. They're really. Have you looked at the War Scroll? They're really not. That I good. remember them being good, but I, I'll, I'll concede you guys. They're really not good. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. No, the, the ones you play. They're Black slightly. Knights are terrible. They're slightly better than. And they're slightly like, better than uh, the Black Knights. The, no. Yeah, barely. The barely. No, yeah. They could yeah. like regenerate wounds. They hit. They no. had rend. No, they, they hit. On, they wound on threes. Hit on threes. They have rend. No, they don't even have rend. I think they might have it I on the turn they, they charge. I think we're talking about different units. The no, blood knights no. are the. Are the I just units? looked at them like. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah the blood knights. Because I was like, I'm gonna make Bretonians into blood knights. And I like the blood knights. I'm like, because ah. I remember reading it. I remember reading <laughs> it. I was like, oh wow, they're good. They're like, like drink no. your blood. I mean, they're better than stuff. some other. I mean, they're better units. than a lot of other cavalry. Well, cavalry and Aegis are just they're better than like Soros cavalry or something. Yeah, that's one thing. That that is one thing. I'm actually like really disappointed is that. And maybe it's going to come. Maybe it'll come when they update War Scrolls. But Calvary in the game are just so lackluster. Yeah, I don't know. The Stormcast Calvary are really well, good. Well, but those are monsters. Those, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. No, Frankie's right. The Stormcast Calvary are really good. They just mm-hmm. do mortal wounds. They like spit mortal wounds on you. They charge you. They do mortal They're wounds. They're like heroes. Yeah. Each one is like a hero profile. Yeah. yeah. Like the regular Calvary in every faction is just garbage. Like complete... <laughs> It's like hit on fours, move on fours. Their horses yeah. normally have more attacks, so do more damage. Yeah, it's yeah. like the horses are better than the guys. Yeah, oftentimes Seabus gets better than the guy riding. The him. the only upside with cavalry is that they're fast normally, so moving fourteen inches. And now that you can tie up shooting units and stuff like that, they have a place. There's yeah. a more of a place, but it's still like you got to like love the models and just not care about you know functionality. I think a lot of Age of Sigmar is that way, really, where it's like you take the models that you think are beautiful and right. Then, to just see what happens yeah. <laughs> like but a lot of the cavalry in the game like like we were discussing off camera we've yeah. been talking about it a lot obviously um when because cavalry like i imagine like with the riders of rohan in um uh lord of the rings mm-hmm. when they just plow through the bad guys and just yeah they hit smashing them. but in, in the way it works in age of sigmar is that most of cavalry yeah they hit like slightly better 25 like, percent harder than the infantry model yeah plus one to hit you're like okay, or like, like <laughs> or the only difference is the attack that the mount gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like he hits the exact same as a basic infantry model. Yeah. And then the horse kicks you, and like that's if, it. If they said like okay, like you know, cavalry when they hit, they double, or you know, they they hit plus on a plus one, they double or damage or something like that, right? Where it's an actual like and some of man, them do. If, if they hit, they're gonna hit. Yeah. And then they have like I think all cavalry have the ability to disengage yeah. and then charge the same turn, right? Just let the, give them those things, right? Yeah much better then it's like okay it's worth it because if i hit you it's gonna be great or if yeah. they could charge over units or through yeah well i mean if they fly if they're like, if they're well, flying or they have like a nine inch pylon or dude. something what's flying calvary there's not no, much there's in no the more. anymore <laughs> the bretonians yeah. had pegasus knights yeah they did yeah but they got rid of them all can yeah. we all uh tip out our 40 for the bretonians for the bretonians because to be fair they had the one calvary unit at least for order besides stormcast like an actual cavalry unit that really yeah. did work. The Grail Knights were really and good. And aesthetically, it was just a yeah, good looking army. Yeah. So, every guy was like a Sorry hero. for Bretonian players. Uh, they couldn't yeah. They couldn't copyright those bros. They had the free Sorry. people keyword too. They were, yeah. I, uh, so mm, sad. Too bad. So sad. So yeah, I mean, that, that, I was like really, really, really hoping that they'd be like, oh, okay, cavalry when they charge, get a special role. Yeah. 
and like light cav could leave and still charge like yeah. they used to be you know there's there's a couple like good cavalry units that i like the ones that that have dual purposes so like i use reavers in the l farming that i'm making because they have bows yeah you know they get double shots if they move or if they don't move so like they have other functions other than just charging but anything that's just a a knight unit is terrible yeah, it, yeah. like and, and it, you know what we're not like the world's greatest age of sigmar players so if you're no. listening to this and you're like hey you know what i use cavalry and they work please let us know because all of us want or how you, you what you use, use them for <laughs> i do actually use black knights um because they look great they are <laughs> and, I, and 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 you can you can cool. raise d3 models yeah so that, that's really good yeah and they have invul saves or death saves so they're a little bit harder to kill than normal and the Demigriff Knights, which are the ones that I really want to use, which the models are so cool. Every dude has the most glorious mustache. Right. Mm -hmm. Very handsome all, gentleman. You know? the, the actual knights, all those old <laughs> Empire knights, those are all gone. Yeah, they're, not, no, they're, not, they're not, even, even the not even included anymore. The Reichsguard Knights and the Gosh. Knights of the, the Sun. Did they get rid of the Pistoliers? No, yeah. hell those, no. Are still those guys are awesome. Damn it. They're not as good in Age of Sigmar as they are in Total War. No, 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 I know. But they are pretty good, though. Yeah. Um, they only hit on fives. That's why they have to be near all the other guys to get the buffs. Yeah. Your whole army only hits on fives if you look at it from the outside. You're like, oh, this army's terrible. But the Pistoliers go off on their own. That's the problem. They have yeah. two shots, so they, they have a 55% chance of hitting with one shot each. So it's not bad. But mostly they're there to go get objectives, um, in which they're good at. It's like that. the new Stormcast Ballista. It only hits on fives. Yeah. To start. Mm -hmm. My rocket's only sure on get fives. Two. To start. Yeah. See? Yeah. Uh, Frankie is very bitter about free people shooting. It's because um, you always try to doubt that. You're like, no, oh, they only hit on fives. You're like, oh, yeah, but then when you key it up and like pair it with all these other things, they're hitting on twos, wounding on twos. Well, the like, Pistoliers yeah. do are hitting on fives because they're usually running around by themselves. Mm -hmm. But if you need them to, pro tip, keep them behind your swordsmen and they shoot just as well as a unit of handgunners mm -hmm. if you've got, you know, if all the pieces come into place. And then they're just like, pop, 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 pop. Yep. It's like a John Woo action movie. <laughs> just double good. fisting, annihilating people. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer. But the Jimmy Griff Knights did go down in points again. Mm -hmm. Now I think you could actually make an argument for using them because they're so durable. They have a high toughness, high or, or no, there's no toughness in They have high armor, a lot of wounds. They hit okay. They hit reasonably hard. Um, and then I could see them going to go get objectives now that they're cheap because they're really hard to kill. I think they lowered the points on most cavalry units mm -hmm. to kind of combat them not hitting that hard in combat. So um, I think it's really good because they can run back, tie up like artillery units or shooting units, and then force yeah. them to just shoot your crappy cavalry. And then that's a good point is that now in the game, we talked about this uh, two weeks ago, but we'll just reiterate. Um, when you're in combat, you can only shoot the unit you're in combat with. Yeah. So, or somebody or who's within three inches. So if, yeah. if someone's dumb enough to like move within yeah. three inches of your shooting unit, and they're you, in combat, you can still blast them. Yeah. You can't move within three, Jason. Cheater. Well, if someone starts there. You can pile Cheater. in, but whatever. On accident. Um, so it's like you can use cavalry now to go tie up yeah. uh, like a really good shooting unit. Yeah, um, and then like they can just sit there and keep them busy. Right, and shooting cavalry is great. So like I said, mm -hmm. like I keep I use the reavers. Um, they're super fast. They move like. I think 14 to 16 inches. Um, and then they have a shooting attack that's like 24 inches. So you first turn of the game, you can run up the field. Yeah, that's and super just, fun. And it's, they, have, uh, they get two shots if the opponent is over 10 inches. So you just can like light up and kill someone's artillery unit. Like dead. Just kill yeah. the crew. Just dun, 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 dun. And that's, that's Immediately. That's what you're yeah. going to use them as like skirmishers. Mm -hmm. yeah. and more Screeners. than like... Yeah, yeah. it's not going to be like Braveheart where it's like the heavy cab just <laughs> run No, up. and there is no heavy cab anymore. Like there's only the heavy... The, the cavalry character units like the Varengard, yeah. yeah. like the Stormcast Eternal, yeah. uh, Demigriff Knights, or not De well, not Demigriff, what are they? The um, the Dr Draco Knights or something like that. What are they well, they, they have the... the, the, um, the yeah, but no, but they have those um, those bird things too. Oh, the Vanguard? Yeah. yeah. The, oh, yeah, the, I forgot the, about those The, the Raptors, yeah. yeah. Which are all pretty good too, but those yeah. are also like character models, like five wound models and stuff. Yeah, like that. it's like the Varengard, like the Chaos Elite heavy uh, cavalry. Mm -hmm. They uh, each guy is the equivalent. He's better than my melee character for my army. Well, like each is better, like someone than someone's general. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, especially they, when taken with Archeon. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you play Cha actually, Cha okay, Chaos Cavalry is not bad. Chaos Knights are not bad. Chaos Knights are okay, but the the Everchos or the Varengard yeah. are crazy. But it's like a, mm -hmm. it's a unit of heroes basically. Yeah. So. So yeah, Calvary again. Uh, we'll see. There's War Scrolls coming out. Maybe they'll up, update yeah. the War Scrolls or and Battle Tones. Eventually, them. these order, these a lot. You know, all these order armies that are only in that um, alliance Battle Tome. 
will eventually have their own battle tome. Yeah. I feel. And maybe hopefully, that's hopefully. Do it. Like, because yeah. some of the knight, some of the cavalry, it's like on the charge, their lance does two damage, mm -hmm. uh, or it's an additional AP or something like that. So we'll see. But um, generally speaking, a lot of the changes to the game are really positive, like making it less likely for someone to get the double turn, mm -hmm. um, um, uh, making it so that you can't shoot in and out of combat the same way you did before. You know, there's these little tweaks that I think are really good. And for the most part, I'm, I think that that, like the game as a whole, got improved. But digging into some of the stuff that's a little bit more controversial, um, it's really strange. Like, we'll have to wait and see how it all pans out. But um, the big one is the realm rules, which the realm rules, for the, to recap for people who are unfamiliar, um, uh, the universe of Age of Sigmar, it's, it's like high fantasy, high magic. Um, very similar to um, the Elric novels like we've talked about in the mm -hmm. past. And basically the action takes place in these various realms. The realms are like yeah. giants. Uh, they're like bigger than a planet. Yeah, it's from when the old world exploded. Yeah, all the yeah. different, because all the realms are based off of a magic that used to be in the old world. And those, what happened, I guess, is after aeons and aeons of, of time, these magical energies like basically like condensed and started forming physical properties. Yeah. And that's kind of what it is. So yeah. they all have like the, you know, they, they all have the, the properties of the element that created it. So like yeah. fire, metal, you know, shadow, earth, yeah, yeah. light. And it, I like that, right? Like it's yeah. very unique. It's that is cool. cool. That is a cool setting. And one of the other cool things is that um, not only does this give you like a physical landscape to imagine <clears throat> that the game takes place in, in the middle of the realm is, is very like solid and concrete. But as you mm -hmm. go to the edges of the realm, it becomes just like chaos and like yeah. pure magic. Mm -hmm. Right. But, like, everybody lives in every realm, or it's conceivable for any army to be in any realm. So, mm -hmm. like, you could have a, a free people's army that comes from Shaish, the land of, like, the dead, basically. Mm -hmm. But they could be, like, normal, alive humans, but they just come from the realm of... Yeah, uh, there's, like, a human settlement there. Right. Yeah. It's not... The realm of death is not literally just, just hell. It's no. not the underworld. Yeah. Like, there, there's pockets of existence within that. And then, like, like pocket realms within the death realm where, yeah. like, the you know, people, when they die, it's, like... You know, I don't know. That's where they go. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it, the cool thing is, is because basically there's only four armies in the game. There's order, death, destruction, and chaos. You could theme your army to be like, okay, I'm going to do um, a dwarf army from the realm of fire, right? Mm -hmm. And you could theme it and paint it, base it, have all this cool stuff. And then you could include in other units like, oh, maybe I want a unit of storm cast in there or I want the mm -hmm. celestial um, hurricanum, whichever order army takes. Mm -hmm. And you could theme it all to be from the realm of fire, and it would be really cool. Yeah. And then you could make tables to be themed to the realms, which would be really, really cool, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think everybody can agree. You're like, oh, man, I'm going to make this table to be themed to the realm of metal. Mm -hmm. And everything is going to look metallic, and it'd be really neat and flavorful. Mm -hmm. So they created all these rules to, to, let you, uh, to have your battles take place in the realms, because really, according to the lore... They have all the battles take place in a realm because mm -hmm. that's the only place to do anything. Right. So you would always be in one of these realms. So they give you a ton of rules to do that. Right. Like if you choose for your army to be themed from the realm of life, uh, you get access to all these uh, uh, magic items, new spells, all this crazy stuff. And then if your you know battle takes place in the realm of life, there's all these extra rules that kick in and now this is when people this is when the debate has begun because the realm rules are like really impactful on the game mm -hmm. dramatic like to the point where you could have what pretty close to like an auto win auto lose scenario um to give a to give an example of a, and not every time it's it's a chart that you roll on each game or in each realm and then each uh, number that you roll have different effects during the game. So like some of them are absurd and then some of them are like, eh. No, some of them are literally nothing. They're like, there's no effect. Yeah. And this, we'll give a couple of examples. Like Frankie said, the way it works is that you, first of all, you don't have to use the realmscape rules. It's, it's optional. Mm -hmm. it's like the rule, the book says you may use these rules. Yeah. So you can always use the background rules. Like you can always choose to have, the realm of life spells and, and magic items if that's where your army's from. But to use the realmscape rules is optional and now the big debate is are we going to do this in tournaments or not because it dramatically changes the way the game plays. So like if you're going to have a realm rule, Frankie and I are playing uh, Frankie's armies from the realm of light. 
and I'm from the realm of fire, like whatever. We roll off, and then the winner gets to pick the realm, right? So it's like 50% of the time, it's going to be in the realm, well, on average, 50% of the time, it's going to be in the realm that your army is from, and then you get super powered because you're in your home turf. And then you roll on a realmscape feature. Some of them literally do nothing. Some of them are like crazy, crazy, crazy. Like here's a perfect example. Realm of the Ulgu, the realm of shadow. If you roll one, literally nothing happens. That's the same for every realm. If you roll two, the maximum range of any attack or spell is six inches. Yeah. All right. Pretty good. Nothing can go further than six inches. For shooting or for magic. magic. Like, if you have a shooting army, I'm not going to say you auto-lose because there's always some chance, mm -hmm. but it's like your army doesn't get to do the thing you designed it to, to do. Right. So I guess the counter-argument would be we'll build a balanced list, but some of the armies like Carriage and Overlords, they're a, a new Age of Sigmar army. Mm -hmm. All they do is shoot. Luckily, yeah. they're fast, so they can move up. And get within six inches. Yeah, but they don't want to be within six no, inches. No, they don't want to be yeah. within six inches, but there are workarounds. Well, kind of. Like, yeah. this, you're going to lose more often than not, and you're going right. to lose because someone rolled a two on this chart. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it, I, it would suck if that happened to you. If you were at a competitive right? yeah. event, yeah. like yeah. where that's literally like, it's not fair to yeah. you. Like it's, it's super unfair. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's super unfair. It's I don't think you can say that you lose every game. Like, I mean, rum rules are cool. Same yeah. as I feel like magical terrain is cool. For sure. It has a place. A competitive event is not a place for these random, funny, fun things. That's for you and your friend to play at the game store. It's Friday night. You know, you guys are going to play yeah. a game. Hey, let's use the realm rules. Cool. Let's use uh, magical terrain where you get like a four up in bull save by being in this piece, you know, a uh, forest. Like, yeah. cool, that's fine. But, like, in a competitive event, the randomness needs to get out of there. You need to, think, you need to reduce the randomness. To be honest, even in a for fun game, like, a rule that, like, pretty much, like, cancels out what your army does is yeah. pretty dumb. Or, or like, gives an incredible boost to one yeah. of the players. Yeah. Again, that has no place in a competitive event. No. You're, trying, you're trying to make it as even as possible in terms of conditions for both players. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, imagine if, like... Like, I get the idea of, like, well, you should build a well-rounded army, but it's, like, why not just change the way you build your army instead of having an effect where you randomly don't get to do what your army does? <laughs> that's where I'm, that's where I would come from with that. Mm -hmm. Like Frankie said, it doesn't mean you automatically lose the game. That's hyperbole. But it means you're at a massive disadvantage. Yeah. But more importantly, you're probably not going to enjoy the game, right? Yeah. Like, here's my carriage on Overlord's. Woo! Sailing ship cannon army, and yeah. you're like, oh, and I'm playing against corn. Yeah. And I can't shoot past six inches. You're like, dang. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, can I retreat? Can I just go back to my room? Right. So it's, I, I'm just left scratching my head. It's like, I don't. Here's we, another. We, here's we, another. Have, one. We've heard that it is meant for. Match play, match play, but I don't, I don't feel that it is. Yeah. I, I don't think it has a place in it. That's my own, that's uh, my own personal feelings on it. Of course, tournament organizers have the freedom to do whatever they want. Of course, it doesn't yeah. matter what you do. But I, if I was running an event, I would say, you know, no magical terrain, no realm rules. Unfortunately, it feels very like original. Age of Sigmar, you know, where it's mm -hmm. wonky and wild. Yeah, if you have a mustache, you hit yeah. like, yeah. the, These aren't about, like, game balance or about, like, evening the playing field for armies. It's, that's not what this is. This is, like, the old school Age of Sigmar where it's, like, if you if it's nighttime and you're a vampire player, you get plus one wound or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What Which is funny. Fuck? It's fun if it you're is, playing it, with your friends. It is funny, but, but it's like at the it, same time. I don't think it's funny at all. At the same time, those kind of rules are the reason that Age of Sigmar was kind of like it was a joke. A joke yeah. when it first yeah. came out. Everybody was like, "What the hell is this?" And like, some of these rules are cool, and like a lot of the bonuses and spells and stuff are neat. But it's like at the same time. It's you don't need all this like these these wonky random things mm -hmm. like and it's not not to, like the thing is too like bear in mind we're speaking from our own perspective as gamers and we want to yeah. hear what you have to say but yeah. I, I totally agree with what you guys are saying and it's like I would I would go to a tournament that was like a, maybe up to like thirty minute drive yeah if they were using Realmscape rules I'm absolutely not gonna go fly across the country to an event where I might lose or 
maybe not lose the game, but be like in a dramatically yeah. disadvantaged position because someone just rolled a number yeah. and they're like, uh, and I play a shooting army, right? So like right. I'm, th these rules are probably aimed at my army and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, all your range is six inches. And I'm yeah. like, well, yeah. then I can't do anything. Random elements yeah. are the worst. I mean, I still remember my, the worst experience I had ever was at, um, remember that uh, up north, they used to have that 40K tournament on the aircraft carrier, on the Hornet? Yeah. The, and the, they would do random, the Grand Wolf. random missions that they made up. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I remember I had a Blood Angel never... drop army, right? Not an amazing competitive army, but I brought it. I painted it up, looked amazing. Yeah. And I had been doing very well that tournament. The last turn, last game, they're like, oh, and now we're playing the mission where you are a minus three to your reserve rolls every yeah. turn until turn five. Yep. Just because it's funny. That. Like, yeah. oh, there's a storm. Don't play, and I was like, don't play that's D so stupid. Don't Nothing play came on. Desire, yeah. It doesn't work. No. It doesn't work. Like, whenever you go to a tournament where the guy's like, I made up these wonky wild missions. Like, if you broadcast it in advance, if you're like, hey, everybody, right. at this event, we're going to mix it up. I made up these missions that I think are really cool. Here they are so you can see them before you come. Mm -hmm. Totally cool, fair game, have fun, right? But how many times we can all share a story like the one you just did mm -hmm. where you show up to an event. They're like, oh, we're not using book missions. We're using these missions I just made up last night in my Isn't underwear after like my uh -huh. fourth glass of scotch. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Remember the one we went to where it was um, uh, six-inch deployment zones, and the objective was to get as many of your units wholly in the other deployment zone as possible, and uh, the whole table was difficult terrain. And this is back when difficult terrain was a random distance that you moved. Yeah, I was on Will's team, and he had thirty-man boy units, and you had to get the entire the unit entire into unit the deployment into a six-inch deployment zone. Yeah, we were yeah. like, what? the hell yeah so like the whole game all you did was run past your yeah. opponent you, you didn't, didn't even, even attack him. no you just ran yeah. past them and again like not putting down like our friend made that that exact mission and he yeah. had the best intentions in mind yeah and he's a really good guy and he's a really good to but like that i would not have come if i would have known that was what i was getting yeah right and that's kind of what i feel like with yeah. With like, this, it's wacky and wild. Like, here's another example. Like, yeah. even some of the spells are ridiculous, a, where you, like, pick an enemy unit and you teleport it anywhere on the yeah, board. Yeah, you just teleport like, to, It's like You're lash playing against a close combat army, yeah. and they're like, get close enough to charge you. You cast a spell. Now they're all the way in the corner. That unit's not doing anything. And they're probably the going like, to lose the game as right. a result of that. Yeah, and well, it's like... It's, it's, it's just it's very strange that we had, yeah. we had a lot of steps forward with this new edition. And, I mean, and basically with the game itself since it started. Yeah. But this, the random... The random elements in these realm battles it feels like a step back. It feels like when they first designed the game and they really, literally thought that their fans did not care about rules, did not care about points, were there to have fun. It's like a dad and his kid playing the game on the table. Like that's what they really thought everybody was. And then when it came out, everybody was like, that is stupid. We're not buying it. And it didn't sell anything. Yeah. This is like a throwback to that. I mean, they that. gave them plenty of rules. It's a throwback to that. <laughs> and it would have been fine if they would have been like, hey, this is for use. In narrative play, this is a fun way to make your battles. But to actually have, from what I've heard, the official like stance, like, no, this was meant for competitive play. Well, it's 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 may. match play. It is. Right. They, they use the magical word may. You right. may use these rules. So it's it, up to the TOs. It is up to the yeah. TOs. Right. Like, GW is not saying you have to do this. Like, that's absolutely not the right. case. They're saying the opposite. They're saying, use these if you want. Yeah, we did intend for these to be used in match play as well. Mm -hmm. However, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see because... Yeah. This is going to be one of those things where it's like, that's going to draw the line yeah. in the sand. And people are going to be like, I won't go if you do this. Right. Because I love this random weird stuff. It's a narrative game to me, yeah. even if I'm at a match tournament. But then there's people who will be like, I love it. Yeah. Because there's people that go to play the game that it's it's more of like watching something happen mm -hmm. and having fun interacting with the other person. And that's totally cool. But you know, if you're drinking beer and like hanging out with your buddies and stuff, maybe these are the right Yeah, options. Or if you're doing a campaign. Like, yeah, totally. Paying money to yeah. travel across yeah. the country to like go and try to get like do really well at a tournament like win a bunch of games maybe not maybe you don't yeah. want to play in these like if someone was like straight up was like we're just going to play it as it's written where you roll and then the one player gets to pick i'd be like no thank you because like here's another example of uh, like the realm of metal um this one has some of the most extreme ones in my opinion there's one where it's like you ignore all rend of all weapons on the table for the whole game yeah so like everyone is rend dash mm-hmm That'd be like playing 40K where it's like every one of your last cannons goes to AP zero, yep. AP dash, and it just randomly. And you're right. like, what? So I have an elite army that I'm paying all these points to have 
really powerful weapons and it just gets turned yeah, off. Yeah, because then it, all of a sudden like, then what? you're like, okay, so I, you know, like you said, like I'm, I'm playing this crazy elite army and paying tons of points. I don't have a lot of models, but that's what I'm going for. That's my now strategy, that's my theme. And now I'm playing people. against the Skaven army that has like a million units. And you're telling me that we are now equal? Yeah, because you rolled this thing. Because I rolled this. Oh, yeah. ha, ha, ha. Isn't it funny? It's like, no, it's not funny. Like, no, it's not, exactly. It's not funny. Like, yeah. to us. Now, to, to, I find it kind of funny. There, yeah. See, there's people out there that would be like, that sounds awesome. And they'd be stoked, right? Like, mm -hmm. I know, yeah, uh, RVD, one of a kind, the realm of metal. That was yeah. what I thought, too. I was like, yeah. But here's another one from the realm of metal. This one is like, I, I'm, I'm like baffled that anyone ever would think this was fun. I don't want to sound too negative because I'm sure there's people are, that do think this is fun. But it's a uh, steel rain. At the start of the hero phase, roll a dice. On a six plus, pick an enemy unit that is not in cover. Roll a die for each model in that unit. Inflict one mortal wound on the unit for every roll under their save. So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, there's a unit of 30 guys with a six up save. Orcs or something. Mm -hmm. You're like, I rolled a six. That unit. I rolled 30 dice. Uh, the average of that would be 25 guys die. 25 yeah. mortal wounds. Yeah. Just got to put them all in terrain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, your melee unit just sits in cover the whole game. Like, so well, what about blood reapers? They don't have a save. Yeah, yeah, they just, they die. just die. They just die. They're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh no, six. You, you always get a okay. six. So <laughs> your blood reaper unit's like, yay, a realm of metal. Let's do it, metal. That sounds like six. You're like, ah, oh, like, if I was in a tournament and that happened, I'd be like, I'm going home. I quit. I'm done. Yeah. And both players are rolling is, for that. Yeah. It's as stupid as Nagash's, like, hand pick what dust. hand my dice is in. Ha, ha, ha. At least that's reasonable. Oh, no. You know? That's not that's reasonable. That's not. That's randomly stupid. He has stupid. to be within one inch of you. But that's just stupid. And it's a, still a psychic power. So, uh, like, <laughs> so now Master says that is pretty metal. It is. And that's a valid point. It is pretty metal. I like to imagine that they're rocking so hard they just die. Everyone loves it. Until it happens to them. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Like, what it's if so funny. And then it happens to them. And they're like, this is, I'm done. What if, what if like, you're in like the middle of a really close, super fun game and it's like on the edge of a, of a knife? Like, oh man, I'm having so much fun, man. Like, oh, this combat's going to determine. He's like, yeah, dude, metal time. Ba -ba -da -ba. Oh, so six or one. You're like, you get it on a four up. It's a six plus. No, but. um. Is there okay. a way to modify it or something like that? No, no, he's four. saying the. He's oh, he's talking about the gashes hand down. Yeah, which yeah. is stupid. Well, here's another one. If, if you roll a six, you pick a model, a unit on the table, and they're getting minus one to their armor save for the rest of the game. It's <laughs> pretty The good. rest of the game, yeah. 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 Pretty good. I and did then, it. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Like, we're not going to go through all of them, but it's like, yeah. I'm, we're curious to hear what you guys have to say. Like, does that sound fun to you? Because some of them aren't, like, we're showing the extreme example. Some of them are very mild. It's like, uh, you know, Minus one leadership if you're chaos for your whole army. That's pretty bad, actually. Yeah, like minus one uh, to hit when you target units that are in cover. cover. So that like, still there's doesn't a lot sound that aren't that, fun, though. That one's not that bad, though. Random elements like that don't have a place in a match competitive play. Yeah, or it's or here's the, the other one that everybody's talking about is in the realm of beasts. So the the background for the realm of beasts is there's these giant beasts running around. Makes sense, right? So if you're in that realm. Uh, you could have to put two beasts on the table, right? Like you have to have them to use them, and then you put them on the table, and then randomly one of the players gets to control them. It could be up to four beasts, right? And it, there's, but there's no other guideline like how, like what beast can you take? Like, well, you could take a giant forge-rolled mammoth, or you could take some little like pinner cockatrice, and then it's like, what if you brought this beast and you painted it, and then your opponent's using it against you? That does not sound super cool to me. Like, then do you have to buy two extra monster kits and bring them with you? Mm -hmm. Or like as a TO, do you just say, um, we're only gonna, I'm gonna pick which one on the chart we're gonna play each round. But then you're kind of imposing comp in a roundabout way. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just really weird. I don't know what to do with it, to be quite frank. Luckily, we're not the ones who make the choice. That's it's up to the individual. <laughs> Well, yeah. for the LVO, but for like the LVO and the SoCal. But every other tournament, TO decides what they want to do. Yeah. If so, you love them, keep them in. If you hate them, don't keep them in. I mean, yeah. I guess ultimately it's not that big of a deal if you just go exists. like, because you could just say we're going to use the realms and it, the result on the chart is always number one, which is there's no realmscape effect. Or you pick one that's just not even that big of a deal. You know? Like yeah. subtract one from bravery from chaos, destruction, and death. <laughs> so everyone gets minus one leadership to the whole army, which is a big deal. Unless you're ordered. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know. 
And some of the spells are crazy strong, too. Like in the Realm of Fire, everybody yeah. gets Fireball, plus the other six spells that are in the Malign Sorcery book. Yep. So then you have, to, you have to have access to all these extra spells that, um, I don't know, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Like, let us know what you all think, because we're kind of scratching our heads trying to figure out what to do. Um, and if you're going to any of our events, make sure that you talk to Scott. He's the TO. He's the one who makes the call for our events um, and let him know what you think. Uh, probably, you know, obviously play it quite a few times first. Yeah. Um, don't just react off the cuff, but it's interesting. The other hot topic, endless spells. Um, there's a lot to talk about there, too. But um, some of them look really impactful. Some of them don't. The one that jumped out at us, uh, and we're curious to see how these play because we haven't had a chance to try it yet. But uh, Stormcast Eternals have a comet. It's a, you cast a spell, it's a 36 inch range. You put the comet down, everything within 10 inches automatically just takes mortal wounds. And that's like a, what, a 22, 23 inch diameter circle. It covers about a third of the table. It pretty much hits the entire other guy's army. Maybe not, but close. And there's no restrictions on where you put the marker. No, it's but like, it's not a model that you interact with. So it's like you basically just hit their army with like a nuke. Uh, I don't know. Like that, some of them seem really like too strong. Some of them seem like pretty mild. Yeah, some of them are like, eh, all right, that's not that good. And then you have this one that's like crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, I, we'll have to see how they play. I mean, they do have failure points. Uh, your opponent can dispel them. Uh, for some of them, your opponent can actually take control of them. Like, well, then if it's a predatory spell, both players take control of it. Yeah. So the idea is to make it more advantageous to not get priority, because the person who doesn't get priority gets to move it first. So you could cast a spell, and then your opponent can hit you with it, move it off the table yeah. to remove it from play. Um, some of them are really strong, like the Purple Sun can be really damaging, but uh, nothing compares to that comment that we've seen. My God, automatic mortal wounds, and then every turn it does it. Mm-hmm. But it only five inches. Five inches after yeah. that. So it's it's like, I don't, like, we're still just trying to figure it out ourselves. Uh, Slaneshi Puff Mutter uh, says, um, <laughs> and that's a funny that's name. That's a great name. Uh, thoughts on the realm spell. Both players get to, get to use them if they want. Surely it's better than, for instance, a necromancer just knowing dance become. I like the extra variety that it gives you. Yeah, I like the variety. It's just, I think some of the spells are just too powerful. Um, I feel like with the second edition, they added a lot more mortal wounds to the game. And that was one of the things that I didn't particularly like about the game originally. So it's like, now there's even more of that. Like all these all these extra spells give you more mortal wounds. You have uh, the different realms give you extra mortal wounds. Like a lot of new units do mortal wounds. You're like, oh, geez. That's yeah. un- unfortunate. Uh, Mako 1971, he says he was getting excited to play Lizardman, but maybe not. We're not trying to discourage you. The game no, is a definitely. blast. Yeah. We, we're st- we are all on Super board. Pumped, we yeah. are all actually more excited to play the game now. But there's just a couple things that are not amazing. But we're, overall, we're, not, trying, we're not trying to be negative yeah. either. We're just trying to start a conversation. I think overall, we're all happy with the totally. changes that are made. I, the game looks like it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, much and, better than it was. Yeah. yeah. But, like What we're talking about, it only applies to you if you play match play, if you go to tournaments and you play with the intent to try to win the game, if that is you, then these are alarming. If it's not you, don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, and and it, at the end of the day, it comes down to what the TOs want to do. And who knows? Maybe at most of the events, they're just going to say, hey, we're not using the realm rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which has zero effect on the game. So, um, so Slaneshi Puffmutter says, uh, endless spell experience. He thinks it's fine since it takes a chunk out of their points. Yeah, you have to buy them. That's another part of it, yeah. right? Uh, but he says that with Zinch having fate dice, it's bold, bold <laughs> squat, bold pucky, because they can automatically cast them. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is pretty rough. And then um, fate dice were the fate dice is a bad, stupidest mechanic. Bad yeah. game mechanic. Amazing. Yeah. Bad game mechanic. Amazing. Here, here's a game of randomness with um, an army that doesn't have to. Do actually, it. does not have any randomness. Ooh, yeah. look, they're winning all the events. That's like that's like going why. immune to bravery and stuff. It's the same concept. Yeah, but the thing is, like, no, it's not quite because you get to choose when to apply it. No, because there are certain things that allow your entire army to be immune to bravery. Um, yeah, like order. But the thing is, like, a lot of the order armies that do that, if they didn't, they wouldn't function. 
Okay. But you're, you're taking a rule that's in the game and taking it out of, for a certain order. Okay. I see what you're saying. It's, it's, it's comparable, but it's like you're getting to choose when to apply it. It's yeah. much more powerful. And using okay. it, using them on other models that they shouldn't be used on to give them an, a, a certainty, like using it on Archeon. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, he's each. Oh, yeah, but he yeah he has all the marks. But giving He's but giving but, but yeah, giving that super giving the super powerful ability that is the only the only downside to it is that it it's is a random, random to make it not random. Yes, that was no. not thought out. It was a, Frankie it was a uses dumb, that combo. That's why he's okay. It's with still it. random. You still have to roll the dice. Oh. Who knows what's going to come up? It's a dumb concept. So what we're talking about <laughs> is Archeon has ability to auto kill you. But it's random. You have to roll like, what, two, three sixes or something no, like that? No, it's two sixes. Two yeah. sixes. So you use the fate dice and then Archeon goes up to your best guy and he goes, oh, you're dead. And you're like, sick. That went from a 3% chance of occurring to a 100% chance of occurring. Yeah. Yeah. Only 100% if you roll those dice. You still oh. have to roll those two sixes. Oh, you still have to roll at least two sixes. Yeah. On nine dice. For sure. Yeah. The odds are pretty good. Oh, no, you actually have to roll one six. Yeah, because because if, if, if Archeon no, no, rolls, no, no, you, you have to, to you have to roll you have to roll one six and then you have to have Fate Weaver for another six. Yeah, fair uh, enough. For the, for the guarantee. <laughs> oh yeah, because Fate Weaver gets to do it too. Yeah. I always took Fate Weaver. Again, so rules silly. rules being written without thinking yeah. about how they interact with other yeah. rules that are already written. And then uh, Slender, yeah, it's just poor game design. I'm sorry. Well, in that instance, yeah, the Fate yeah. dice was a was a poor concept. Yeah, I think. Anytime you take that much uh, variance out of a game that's a very like a game of chance, it's like it's like playing poker but getting nine cards in your pocket that you can pull out whenever you yeah, want. Yeah, like, well, let me switch that card out. <laughs> oh, look at that! And I the got a full hand. And the rest of the table is like awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. I got that's to redraw the, the one card if your beard was longer than mine. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, we can all just take the same army and it'd be equal. I, yeah. Well, that means each was dominating, and the only army that was also in, that, that I was seeing was. Uh, Stormcast. Stormcast. Yep. And that's because Stormcast Turtles can do a ton of Mortal Wounds. Yep. And now they can do more. Yeah, now they have a spell that you just... Every enemy unit on the table on a six takes Mortal Wounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whee! It was like uh, Imhotek's Lord of the Storm ability from... Um, yep, but more powerful. But more powerful because you can do it every turn. So, I think, again, we're not trying to be negative. Like, we're just pointing out some of the things that are alarming. The game is so much fun. Yes. And we absolutely encourage people to play. I love the models. We're all into it again. We're all super into crazy. It. Yeah. So let's talk about the armies that we're all planning on playing. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm still playing my free people. Uh, the only thing I did is I added in, and my army is cheesy as hell. Let me just say that. Yep. Um, super Speaking cheesy. Speaking of which, yeah. this guy yeah. Oh, yeah. takes an army of Full hitting blast. on twos, rerolling ones, and no rerolls. No rerolls, no re yeah. Jason. Yeah. No rerolls. Just hitting on twos. Don't on need twos. line of sight to shoot. Yep. Which again, terrain is needed in this yep. game. I've been watching people's Facebook updates. You need uh, other terrain. games and every Age of Sigmar game I see, people are playing with like a tree set on yeah. like an empty table. I'm like, this is not Warhammer Fantasy, the old fantasy. Yeah. Like you need line of sight blocking terrain or you lots. are going to get obliterated. You need lots of it. Like at the LVO, yeah. everybody that came to the Age of Sigmar event was like yeah. loving the terrain. Because not only did we have a lot of it, it was really good looking too. Yeah. Like the tables looked awesome. Yeah, you need you coverage. You have to have it. It's in line of sight blocking yeah. or else you are going to go against a magic or shooting heavy list mm -hmm. and you are going to get nuked. It's you're almost gonna like knock, you're gonna go home. You're not gonna play again. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's almost to the same extent as 40k. It's not like fantasy, like you said, where it's just an open table with yeah. two hills on each yeah. deployment zone. I think Age of Sigmar on a 40k table would actually be really, really fun. fun. We've yeah. never tried it. Yeah. It's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard. I mean, with that train, it's it's hard to fit the theme with that much. You need like big hills and you know, or like big houses. Yeah. Big houses. Uh, Axis of Entropy, thank you for subscribing for 38 months in a row. Dude, you're Whoa. awesome. Cheers. Longer Thanks, than sir. some of us have worked here. Yep. Uh, so, just talk about... Uh, yeah, it's have true. we been streaming that long? Mm -hmm. yeah. Holy crap. So, uh, armies, I didn't really change my free people army at all. I added in the... Um, uh, the whatever his name is, the Stormcast Eternal Artillery, plus one to hit. the yeah. Ordnatus or something. Or down in points. So he gets plus. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He well, gets yeah. plus one to hit for artillery. So between him, the uh, the Celestial Hurricane, Hurricane um, my rockets are hitting on twos, <laughs> and he lets one of them shoot again. So I have fifteen does d6 he, damage. Does rockets. he have the engineer keyword? Um, I can't remember. If I he does, he even gives him a, a more of a boost. If you look at the, the oh, war, scroll, right. war scroll, all, every single uh, engine. Well, I'm already hitting on two, so it doesn't matter. No, I think it's something else. I get the reroll all hits. 
or some. Uh, yeah, I, I'll have to double check. But Usually, you're right. there most, is some most of the that. artillery used to do that. No, 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 it's no. just Iron World Arsenal. They oh, all have take the, three artillery. They all have a special. No, no, that's true. I forgot about. They that. all have a special rule that if there's an engineer within a certain range, they get to do they get something. Extra bonuses. So. Oh no! You know what it is? It's the if you miss, <coughs> if you miss with a rocket on a six, it hits a unit nearby. Or I think a lot of them are like random elements you get to reroll. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so like my army, my army is not a make friends army. It's a an army I would only play in a tournament. Um, it has. It would be like I was telling people. It's like the equivalent of having like fifteen basilisks in forty k. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, like, it's pretty powerful. It's insane. Like nothing in the in the game really ignores line of sight except these. Um, they're hitting on twos now, which is crazy. One of them gets to shoot twice, and then I have a bunch of shooting screen units that, that um, move forward and get in your way. And they have mm -hmm. they have Overwatch. Which nothing else in the game has Overwatch, and they just shoot normally, right? But they shoot a full <laughs> boost. Yeah. There's, no, yeah. there's no downside. So I have like the Tau of Age of Sigmar. Yeah, and it's Overwatch that it is Tau Overwatch, to but, where they get to better. support yeah. other units. So like if you charge my screen, the two shooting units behind them shoot you. Yeah. Have you with full ballistic skills? So you're just doing order lines, right? Yeah, just order lines. Yeah. I'm, have you thought about adding the Archmage? I don't have the points, but... Oh, because that would give you a, an 18-inch bubble of a 6-up uh, Feel No Pain. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> well, I have the Celestial Hurricaneum, as all Order armies yeah. seem to do. And he shoots out mortal wounds. And then uh, my general has the most amazing um, uh, command ability for three units. If they don't move, they get plus one to hit and wound. It's unbelievable. It's so powerful. So then my basic crossbowmen all of a sudden are hitting on twos, <laughs> wounding on threes. They're double shooting. It's like shooting like... a a unit of like first rank, second rank guardsmen, that, but, but way better. Mm -hmm. So they'll just be like, oh, that guy, plunk, dead. <laughs> and then I have guys with uh, handgunners who are just, they're awesome. So yeah. It's a pretty good army. Pretty, I'm holding out for pretty, Wood Elves. That's, that's the army I really want to play. But right now they're, they're going to get squatted. No, nah, they're, they're good for they, like, they like a, the they're good for like an alliance. Like if you need an ally with like, you know, but uh, Frankie, what are you playing? You play Stormcast. I think that's more relevant to what most people are used play to. Um, yeah, so I was just putting the points together uh, last night. But my army is a lot different than most. Um, so I'm going to take a bunch of Fulminators, I think are what they're called, or the Cavalry guys with the axes. I'm going to take a unit of six. When you get six of them, they have five attacks with their axes, so they're pretty good in uh, pretty close good. combat. Um, they also have their mortal, their mortal wound spit. So on a four plus within 12 inches, they do D3 mortal wounds to you. And I have a unit of six of them. I can either deep strike them. And now that they changed the Stormcast deep strike to where it's not random anymore, you bring them down whenever you want. It's really powerful. Um, and then my army also gets a six inch scout move before the game starts. Um, so as long as I have less drops in my opponent, I'm going to just put them on the table because then I'll go first. They'll move six, then they'll move their 10. They'll do their spit and charge. Um, and then I'm taking uh, a Star Drake uh, with the goodness of dropping down the stars. I'm taking a different one, though. He has a bow. And if he shoots it at somebody and he hits, he hits on a three plus, all of those uh, fulminators get plus one to hit versus that unit. So now their spit is doing it on a three plus. You're doing those mortal wounds. Then they, I'm taking, they spit lightning, bro. Yeah, they spit lightning <laughs> and shit fire. Yes. Um, and then I'm taking a wizard of some sort. I don't I don't remember all the names. Sorry, I was making a list last night. Um, I have a wizard uh, so that he can call down the comet. And then he can also do the other spell where it's uh, on a seven. Um, every enemy unit on the table, you roll a dice on a six. They take D3 mortal wounds. Um, so I have a shit ton of mortal wounds. They're then bored wide. Yeah. Then I'm taking uh, three units of judicators, which are the archers. Most games, they'll probably deep strike. Um, and then I'm taking a crossbow in each one. I, I don't know how I missed this. You can take all of them with the bows, and then the sergeant can take a crossbow. You can upgrade him to a heavy weapon? No, no, it's, it's just the... It's, it's, he has an oh. option between a shock bro, bow or a shock rapid-fire crossbow. The one that does mortal yeah. wounds. Yeah, it's ridiculous. If you roll underneath the unit size, you do D3 mortal wounds automatically. Yeah. So against most screen units, it's you're auto automatically D3, D3 mortal mm -hmm. wounds. So I have three of those units. So it's a lot of mortal wounds. Mm -hmm. well, the crazy wounds. thing, like with Frank, with Frankie's army, is like the stupid artillery. I don't know why the crew is a different unit. It's so annoying. Yeah. And there's three guys. So Frankie is just like, okay, I'm gonna target them, and then like all my artillery just die before I do anything. I'm like sick. Mm -hmm. Really fun. Although it's not fun to play against. 15 no. <laughs> yeah, you can't <laughs> complain. Get the hell out of here. It just is so frustrating because yeah. there's literally nothing I can do. I can't stop it. Nope. Period. Like it just. Get it in the face. Yep. 
It just sucks. Right in the face. But then the thing is, if any of the rockets that survive immediately kill those guys. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, it's a lot of mortal wounds. Not a high model count. It's like six drops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, beautiful, it's, beautiful army. It's a, it's it's weird. It's a weird army. I don't know if it's gonna work, but it yeah, sounds pretty nasty. So so no, she puff motor. Yeah, it's it's a little bit. I don't know. It just whenever things are automatic, it just like grinds my gears. Yeah. Because like I want to think that I'm a good general and that there's something I can do to stop it, but there's literally nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. The Star Drake's like, by the power of Grayskull, picks three units on the table. You can't hide. There's no defense. You just die. I'm oh, like, also I have a spell that you cast on the Fulminators. It gives them plus one to their save. And then so any they go to six, a two? Yeah, they go to a two, re-rolling ones. And then um, any six you roll does a mortal wound to the unit that's attacking you. <laughs> oh, brutal. Good. Pretty good. Yeah, that's gonna be a good army, and it's gonna look cool because the the Stormcast artillery cavalry are just the coolest. Yeah, it's models. an amazing army. But uh, there's all sorts of different things you can do with the new Stormcast. It's crazy. Yeah, um, that's a huge book. Yeah, yeah, they have cool uh, command abilities where you can advance and still charge. Um, you can have units uh, come back to life. Like you can take a big unit of Liberators, like thirty man strong, and if they die on a five plus, they come back to life. It's pretty ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, there's all sorts of cool things. The the new artillery piece is pretty good. You have to take a Hurricaneum and um, the Ordnance in mm-hmm. order to make it really good. Um, but it's every hit it does, it does D6 hits. And nice. it's minus 2 AP. That's so, really strong. Yeah. What about you, buddy? Um, well, I'm still working on my death army. I think that'd be more the competitive armies, which is just... Basically, it revolves around uh, hordes of skeletons um, bolstered by White Kings and a couple of the other um, uh, characters that buff those. Because skeletons can really get in there and, and do damage, especially if you have mm-hmm. necromancers and stuff giving oh, them yeah. the hit again. Oh, the, yeah, the right. dance macabre. Yeah. Oh, so and good. so I have a couple. I have that. You know, there's more ghasts in there. There's the skeleton cavalry, the Black Knights, just to get out there and take objectives and just be annoying because they are hard to kill and they're not a lot of points. Um, and then uh, a couple uh, big heavy hitters as well. I think Arcane of the Black I have in there. Um, Nagash I wanted to take, but it's just so many points. I'd rather have bodies yeah. with that army. Um, a couple units of Grave Guard with the double-handed weapons. I do the Ren 2, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. that's going to be more of my competitive list. That's the one I'm working on. Um, but the one that I'm really excited about is I'm doing a, a – it's just an Order Alliance, but it's mostly Elf units um, with a couple of um, of uh, magic – what is it? The um, uh, Collegian – magic yeah, the thrown in there as well. The so I'm taking the Hurricanum. Um, it's made up of a lot of units that I just like. So like Swordmasters, um, they're called Spire Guard now, but they're the old Lothurn Sea Guard. Um, Archmages, a lot of Archmages. So like it's going it's going to be very magic heavy. Uh, it's, but it's mostly Elves, um, a lot of bow shooting, a lot of Reavers that are going to be running around shooting. Um, and then uh, the, the, what are they, the High Wardens, or the, the Wardens, the, the guys that fly around the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, or the Griffins with the lances. Nice. Yeah, so you have a lot of like potential of it, but it's certainly not competitive. But yeah. Well, so much of Age of Sigmar is the models. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, we ran our poll, an opinion poll about the game, mm-hmm. the most important <clears throat> factor of the game, according to the people who responded to the poll, was the models. Yeah. Like they said that the cool looking models was the number one factor for mm-hmm. Age of Sigmar, followed by rules. And then lore was a di- like a distant third. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I mean, interesting. The models are incredible. Yeah. They really are, especially those new death models. My oh. God. One thing that we didn't talk about was the base sizes. Yeah, there's a base size chart yep. that is out. Uh, make sure to check that out. It's really important for Age of Sigmar. They, there was some errors on it. They fixed it. Um, so definitely go check that out because as we move into the future, there's going to be standardized base sizes for yeah. match play. It just it has to happen. Yeah. Sorry, uh, square basers. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> the square bases are so ugly. Um, yeah in the context of Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. But it's really important, right? You can't have a powerful melee army that's supposed to be on a 32 on a 28. It makes them, like, twice as good. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it. It's not fair. Um, and that's going to become more and more standardized. I would anticipate for 40K and Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. All right, so upcoming ITC events. There is a ton, a ton of events this weekend, and some actually today. But uh, there's the Buckeye Battles. That's in Delaware, Ohio for 40K. There's also the Warzone Man 2018 uh, in the Isle of Man. Makes mm-hmm. sense. For mans um, only. For mans. <laughs> and there is a major Warzone Houston GT. Nice. Uh, tons of events. There's also a GT coming up this weekend. Uh, T-Shift AOS Champion. I'm sorry, that's next week. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, T-shirt AOS Championship in Bellevue, Washington. T-shirt's a great event. Uh, go check that out. All right, your, fir- your current 40K ITC top five, Matt Rue, continues to lead the pack with a significant lead. Josh Death is in second. Nick Gower has jumped into third. Jeff Robinson has dropped down into fourth. And Daniel Olivos is in fifth. Uh, 40K ITC Hobby Track, top five. Jeff Merrick is currently leading the pack with a giant lead. Sean Prosser has dropped into second. Nick Gower in third. William Ivey in fourth. And Anthony Bellum in fifth. Age of Sigmar, top five. Joe Cryer, to his extreme excitement, <laughs> has jumped into first place. Well done, Joe. He has displaced James Thomas, last year's ITC champion. Uh, really, really good guy and a great player. Both of them play Zinch. Still kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, James Thomas in second. Matthew Jones in third. Josh Harvey moves into fourth. And Stephen Heitchie in fifth. That's almost an entirely new top five, except for James Thomas. James is like kills everybody around here too. Yeah. yeah. He's a local guy and he just rocks. Big bully. I still have not beat him. He's a bully. Yet. Yeah. I've only yeah. managed to tie him. He's taken out the entire frontline gaming staff. No, yeah. and that, that's not tournament. actually very hard to no. do. Let's be real. I've I've never actually played him. Uh, I've played him like two or three three times. Yeah. And Gives you a he took out me, you, and Pablo. No, he's, he beat me yeah. once. We tied yeah. twice. Yeah, he beat all three guys. I still beat him. I was like, dang it. I know yeah. that's funny. There's a couple guys who have like, I've beaten like your whole team. And I'm like, well, that's like not very hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're medium to upper medium in agency. I win mostly because my army is cheese dick maximum. Yeah, James beat all three of you guys. And then uh, Sam beat three of us. Three, Sam, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sam, I was crushing Sam, and it was that silly you mission. That little trick. Is Sam still playing? Oh, yeah. Sam's, oh, yeah. Sam's still super. Yeah, Sam, I don't see you anywhere on the top. Sam three. and Vlad both beat me the same way. Yeah. I was winning the game by a mile, and it was the mission where you could auto yeah. win. And both times yeah. it was the same thing. They're like, I need to double turn and run on all the objectives. They got the, <laughs> and I was just watching it happen, and there was nothing yeah. I could do. And like, yeah. being, being Vlad did the same thing, but he like apologized yeah. to me ahead of time. He's like, he's like, I'm really sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry you're terrible. And then yeah. he jumped on all the objectives. I, I was like, yeah. Sam had like four models left. And yeah. Each one was on yeah. an objective. I was like, well played. Yep. Well played. Yep. But you needed like 10 things to happen. Not really. Yeah. It was like four things to happen. Vlad had two models left. Yeah. And he jumped on both yeah. objectives. I was like, oh. I was like, God. so I just lose. Cool. I was like, nicely, nicely done, sir. Yeah, I was like just smooshing it. But like, oh, well. yeah. Sorry, there's construction going on next door. Hey, we they, they waited neighbors. 11 to 12. Boom. They did. That's pretty nice. They did. We have new neighbors. The batting cage is gone. All right, Shadespire ITC Hobby Track. Uh, uh, Shadespire, Mike Kors, first place. Matt Everhart, second. Josue Ibarra in third. Andrew Everhart in fourth. Tony Field in fifth. Well nice. done. Um, and we have a couple of commissions we want to take a look at. This is from the oh, FLG sure. Paint Studio. It's a brain. Ooh, look, look at this. Tyranids. Look at That's that a um, Euclid spore. So, uh, yep, we have a Tyranids painted up. Um, this one was meant to be a tabletop standard, but uh, the artist, the artist went above and beyond again. One of the benefits is coming to the Frontline Gaming Studios is most of our artists are very high level, and but we offer several levels, <laughs> and yeah. so there is a chance roll the dice you might get a, an artist who normally paints an extremely high level paint yours up at your yeah. at your lower level. Even though our I would say our our tabletop standards more as a mid range for most paint studios out there. Anyways. Um, yeah, it looks amazing. Looks I mean, great. interesting color choices, but very yeah. vibrant. Um, very colorful. You know, even if even like if we it. classified that great. as a tabletop standard, um, yeah. it, I'd be I very like happy. It. I like the color choice. This client was actually so happy he came, but he did one, and then within he got the models, and then uh, this client is actually in New Zealand, so we do have international clients. Sure. Uh, he immediately ordered two more to be done by the same artist. Nice, nice, yeah. So yeah, for international people, just get the models to us. We'll paint them up, get them back to you, no problem. Yeah, and hit us up. No problem. All right, let's answer a couple questions. Sorry if you hear the grind saw in the back. Yep. Which is interesting that the poor guys are here on 4th of July. <laughs> I know, that sucks. They have to work today like us. Uh, well, we oh. chose to. Yep. All right, dropping from 4th to 4th, RVD one of a kind. Nice. Oh. Excellent. Jeff Robinson. Look at that. <laughs> I love that. Classic <laughs> photo. If anybody has any questions, shoot them away. Otherwise, we will start to wrap it up down here. because Kitty. we're going to get the construction noise in the background. Yep. But uh, despite any critiques we may have about Age of Sigma, we are very excited about it. Everyone's, we are all actually yeah. excited to play yeah. again, which is, it's been a while. It, it yeah. has been because we've been so focused on 8th Ed 40K. Mm-hmm. So don't take anything we say as constructive feedback, not yes. as a, like an indictment of the game. Yep. Yep. Uh, quick Renegades Knight question. Thoughts on melee and shooting Chaos Knights? Yeah, I, I have a, a Renegade Knight I use in my Chaos Army. I love it. Yeah, Renegade Knights are great. Now they get... Um, 
uh, Armagers and uh, Dominus class knights. Yep. Another thing too, uh, for those of you out there who are curious, ETC and ATC lists have been posted. Boom. Tons of cool info. Go check those out. Uh, ETC list, a surprising unit. The Helverin, the Armager Helverin seems to be like the, the bell of the ball. Uh, they're in every team. Tons of them. Yeah. Tons of them. So check that out. Curious to see like what their plan is to, to implement that unit. Uh, at ATC, it was kind of a, a grab bag. Do you have any commentary on that, uh, Mr. Frank? Uh, a lot of hordes. A lot of Nurgle like we saw in um, Europe. So, yeah. so that's probably gonna it's a good army for a team format it know? is it's it doesn't give up a lot of points and if it wins it wins by a little bit so um the the loyal the melee versions of the knights aren't bad because they don't get strats just think did a knight hitting you from the index kick your ass usually yes right the fact that you don't get all the other cool stuff doesn't mean they're bad it just means they're not as good but they're still good yeah um, and they got some cool strats and stuff in there. Um, they're just not the same. It's not the same. It's not a full codex. Of course. Yeah, knights are amazing. They're all, like we're getting report after report. Knights are everywhere yep. right now. They did a great job on that codex. So. All righty. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we hope you enjoyed episode 599 of Signals from the Frontline. Uh, enjoy. Happy Fourth of July if you're uh, in the States. Fourth. Savor that freedom. Yep. Eat that hot dog. Eat them Blow hot some dogs. Stuff up. Right down Drink the Coors Light. There you go. Boom. Truck nuts. <laughs> America. <laughs>